Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with Back to a Silly. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine and empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, visit the website at backtoacilly.com. Greetings, fellow plant lovers. I hope you guys are doing well in the last month of the decade. What is this? It's kind of, it's pretty awesome, actually. (laughs) Okay, so in today's episode, I'm going to break down for you and help you mentally process what botanicals to carry with you and in what form you should carry it with or in. (laughs) Um, Granted, this time of the year, a lot of people do travel. So I'm going to give you this information so that way you can, you know, break, have this um, breakdown process because it can be overwhelming and you don't want to carry too much. and You don't want to carry too little either. So with that being said, um, I broke it down into three different segments. So the first thing you want to consider is the form of the botanical that you'll be using. So it's fresh versus dry. Now, fresh is nice because you'll still have how do I say, the compounds in the plant are still active. Granted, they're still active when they're dry too. Um, But fresh, it depends if you're going to be using, you know, the oils on it while it's still green and alive. Um, The only caveat with fresh is, of course, since it's still in its organic state, it's going to break down. (laughs) So you don't want to be carrying mold with you (laughs) while you travel. So depending on your length of travel, you want to consider if you're going to carry it fresh. If not, dried uh, botanicals would be your best bet. And that way you can use it in different forms too. So once it's dried, uh, you can either use it in tea to make uh, tea, tinctures, any other kind of liquid. You can grind it down into a powder and use it in some form of a paste um, in a medicinal use, for example. Or incorporate it into your herbal first aid kit, actually. Um, so that's the option there with the form. Now with the form, of course, you want you have the method, you know, how you're going to actually use the herb. And that really breaks down, that's the second portion. So that breaks down really into solids versus liquids. Nothing complicated, it's just, yeah, <laughs> solid versus liquids. And that will determine how you're traveling, you know, you want to consider how you're traveling and where you're traveling to. So, for example, if you're traveling to a hot area and you have a solid butter with you, uh, you want to be cautious because you don't want it to leak because it'll melt down, you know, with that heat exposure. So you want to consider you you want to take extra precaution in that measure. You know, there's temperature fluctuations, um, altitude, and then there are even uh, how do I say? certain regulations you need to follow of course depending on how you're traveling so for example in airplanes there are certain there's only certainly only a certain amount of liquid that you can carry with you i think it's one or two fluid ounces i can't i don't remember <laughs> um but yeah so those are the things you want to consider when you're traveling so that way you can determine which method is best for you to carry and of course weight too so liquids, of course, well, liquids and solids, it depends on how it's made. They're, the weight variant, the liquids tend to be more uh, heavy compared to solids. Now, solids are nice. And actually, so before we had the waxes and the butters, 
we actually used to preserve um, herbs in that sense with animal fat. It was way, way back. Um, and we actually use, you know, depending on the application to animal fat was incorporated into um, medicinal applications. But since we're at the day and age, you know, where wax is ready available and, and butters as well, that's an option for you to use as well in regards to solids and preserving herbs that way, you know, salves and the like. Now, liquids, of course, you have your teas, tinctures. Tinctures are nice always because their shelf life is longer. So you want to consider for how long you'll be traveling and how fresh um, your concoction is going to be. And lastly, you want to consider availability. So if you're traveling to a region where there are certain botanicals and plants that are readily available for you to forage, that is an option as well. So you don't necessarily have to carry plants and botanicals with you at all times. So depending on where you're going, you can always source things out in nature. So for example, here, uh, up in the mountains, actually. So mushrooms are very, very readily available. So that's just an option. And mushrooms, of course, provide immune support as well as brain support, cardiovascular support, and much, much, much more. All right. Yeah, so that really concludes this episode for herbalism on the go. Um, if you have any tips or certain uh, methods that you do like to carry your botanicals in share them on social media we would love 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 to see uh your creations and how you travel with medicine all right guys thank you so much for listening to this episode i will catch you guys in the next episode next week next thursday all right take care peace to you